Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of B Chat. This is B. I think today, um, I think today, and and for a lot of the podcasts that I do, and the content that I put out, it's going to play off on a theme that's really, really important to me. I feel like <clears throat> when you find like a concept that really sticks and something that's really relevant to your life, you're, it's going to apply to like ninety percent of the stuff you do. So. When I think about what to say on these podcasts, and what, uh, I think one of the mistakes I was making is I was thinking about what other people wanted to hear or what what I should say, and I recorded one one or two, and they just were so bad. <laughs> like it's like uh, they were so unnatural. And then I realized, like, I think one of the reasons why a lot of people said I'd be good at podcasting is because I I don't do that. Like I just I talk and don't really have a plan, and then good things happen. So so I want to try to get back to that. Um, that notion of just kind of freestyling but but yeah the concept that I um kind of want to talk about today and that keeps coming up over and over and over again in my life is this notion of operating off of fear or love it sounds so cheesy and basic and simple but if you really kind of slow down and listen and think about it it's for me it was the most important and the biggest shift that I ever experienced in my life and my own personal development was when I changed that that frame of thinking. And I'll explain about that, uh, you know, obviously a bit more. But I think what's also really important about this concept and what's important to realize is that I think like 90% of parents or teachers or et cetera, they don't teach you this. They, um, You kind of have to figure it out. And, and unfortunately, I think the more and more I interact with society and go out and, and, and engage people, many people, um, they haven't been, they, they haven't uh, had this kind of revelation. And it's really important because uh, it's kind of one of those things, like if you're really, really thirsty and you, uh, and then you find some like, you know, bomb ass water filtered cold and nobody else has that water and you're looking around and everyone's super thirsty it kind of just makes you uh realize like oh shit like um uh, you know after you kind of realize it for yourself you're like i think i should maybe um let other people know too so for me um <clears throat> fear versus love is very very important um the basically the way that it it all starts is from the way you're raised and your family and your parents so what i found is that most people they did not have the best parents and their parents did not have the best parents now that doesn't mean they're bad it doesn't mean they're bad people or they or you know they're 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 like evil or whatever they that just all that means is that no one really taught them how to um raise kids or ha- or have emotional regulation or de- how to develop you know a child or etc cetera, etc cetera. and people get busy and they're caught up in their own lives and you got to pay bills and um, we're human beings. We don't always have the most patience and, and all that. So it's absolutely not anybody's fault. But the cool part is, is once you kind of realize this in yourself, you can start doing something about it and then everything will change. So most people, I think, are re- raised um, from a fear-based perspective. Now, what does that mean? That means that you grow up, you love your parents, and just a really simple example is you don't want to disappoint them. So you have a fear that if you fail or if you break something or if you mess up, it's going to hurt your parents. 
Another really common thing I notice is that there's really, really good parents out there, but they may have something like they're really anxious, they have anxiety. Now, a child growing up in a house or in a home with a father or a mother who's anxious, what do you think that kid's going to do? They, they, you know, they love their parents, so they're, 99% of their behaviors, their thoughts, their thinking, and their feeling is going to be, oh, how do I relieve things, the stress in my parents? And that creates anxiety in the kid. So it's a, it's a cycle, and I've seen it hundreds of times, and um, it's common. That, that, that's the reason why I'm, like, talking about this is because I think that we don't, like, talk about this enough because, uh, again, no one really teaches you this, and it can be kind of hard to grasp, especially for guys, because, um, like, to say, oh, you need to operate off of love instead of fear, I think most guys will be like, fuck you, dude, like, <laughs> that's lame. But the effects that it can have is, is nuts, Um but yeah, I think it all starts from your upbringing and your parents and your family. Um, I think if you were raised in an environment where, you know, any environment where you are expected to do anything, it's you're at the danger of, of, of being in fear. Um, fear leads to anxiety. Um, and, and this may be an easier way to think about it, to take the cheesiness out of it, because love is such a buzzword, doesn't mean anything. But if you think about it like this, like fear is associated with anxiety. If you grow up in a fear-based system that, oh, I, I need to do this or else, you're going to get anxiety. If you have love, you'll be more peaceful. And peace is the opposite of anxiety or stress. So the goal is to kind of have peace. Why? Because if you're more peaceful and you're operating off of love instead of fear, and again, love not intimacy, but more like... um sincerity and you're you're not you're not scared to to show yourself you're not scared to be yourself you're not scared to mess up that's that's more operating off of love a fear would be the opposite where you are worried about those things so it inhibits you and holds you back in life love if you operate off of love think of it like a car car needs gas there's different types of gas if you don't have gas your car's not going to go anywhere you, for this example, you have two types of gas, fear and love. You choose which one you want to use, but the, the, whatever you choose is going to affect you in, in daily life, at work, at school, studying, everything, with your social interactions. And the cool thing about when you start operating off of genuine, genuine love, like you have love for other people, you have love for um, the community, you have love for the tasks that you have to do. When you do that, it allows you to literally solve problems. It helps you be more productive. Um, it allows you to communicate better with people. If you, if you're scared of someone, how, I know so many people, they don't talk to their parents, like, and it's, but they'll say that I love them. It's like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. You know, it's cause it's cause they're operating off of fear. They're afraid of disappointing them or, or et cetera, causing their parents stress. So if you think about it just more from a practical, take all the emotion out of it. Don't you want to make more money? Don't you want to be more stable? Don't you want to have be more quote unquote happy? So one of the keys to that is to shift from a fear-based approach to a love-based approach. Now, again, um, it's easier kind of said than done. And this is something that you kind of have to realize on your own. But the first step is someone like telling people about this or, or, or addressing it or bringing it up. That's the first step. So hopefully that's what this kind of does. But um Imagine like, imagine not being scared or fearful of anything or anyone just in your day-to-day life. And people can say that, but for real, like for real, like when you get up in the morning, when you're in your car, you're not scared. You're not scared 
you know, you don't have any inhibitions that you're going to screw something up or get in a fight, anything. Imagine how you would come off and behave. Smooth, confident, peaceful, calculated. And on the opposing uh, spectrum, imagine being scared of like various people or even just circumstances, like being scared of certain situations arising. How would you come off and behave? Think about it. It literally affects how you come off to your fellow man and woman. It literally. Um, and a lot of it is just fear of disappointing each other and or, 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 or yeah, doing something quote-unquote wrong. But I think one of the keys that helped me is I fucked up so much in my life and I've made so many mistakes that I know that it's really irrelevant that to to be scared of that because it, it it just you can mess up a hundred times you know your family's still gonna love you you know um, but it's kind of all in your head but once you address it and make that shift it will the way you think in your head is gonna affect your your everything literally um, I like to use examples I like to use stories and analogies so to to put it into an example um, this is a really common. Um, this is a really common kind of, uh, what do you say, like not a story, but an example that a lot of like coaches use, like for, um, you know, sports and performance anxiety and performance and stuff like that. But imagine if I put a piece of wood on the ground, like a, like a piece of lumber, you know, it's like a few inches wide and, you know, a few feet long. And I put it on the ground and I'm like, okay, just walk across this and don't fall off. Most people would be like, oh, cool. Like, that's easy. And same situation, same person, same piece of wood. But now it's elevated on a 500-foot platform. And I ask, again, walk across the piece of wood. Same piece of wood. Same person. Has the same legs and feet. Imagine how different they would feel. The, when it was on the ground, it was, it was easy. Um, you weren't scared of falling. You weren't scared of messing up. When it's 500 feet on the, in the sky, everything changes because now you're scared. You're scared to fall, break your neck hurt other people because something happens to you what are they going to think it's a pretty uh simple example but it kind of it kind of explains this concept very very you know beautifully so i mean that's pretty much what what i was thinking about today um yeah i can apply a lot to to sports and stuff i know a lot of athletes who who have really benefited from from that not putting so much pressure on yourself when you're performing the other crazy thing is that I mean, a lot, we can look at it from the other angle. Imagine, uh, imagine like a parent's perspective. A parent can be really scared of their kid or they can operate through love out of raising their kid. So what does that look like? And again, this doesn't mean you're, it's a bad parent. It's just, it, it is what it is. There's a parent who has a lot of fear um, of, let's say, being a failure. That's really common. If you're a kid, if you're a parent and you have a fear of failure that you got from your parents and now you have a kid and that kid's eating lunch and spills milk all over the table. What are you going to do? Freak out. You may even hit them. You may yell. You may scream. You are innately reacting to the trigger of, oh my God, my kid just made a mistake. That means I made a mistake or that means I didn't do something right. Therefore, I am a failure. Fuck that! I'm gonna make sure this does, and then they can't literally emotionally handle that, that 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 feeling, that oh my god, I I I did this or I caused this. I I'm not good, so that's where the the negative reaction towards the child comes from. 
Now, if you're a parent and you don't have that, you know you're not a failure, you don't have any fear of failing, you're operating out of, it allows you, it frees you because now you can actually operate with patience and love. Same kid spills the milk, you don't freak out. (laughs) The kid may freak out, but then you just kind of, you know, look at them and say, hey, well, you know what happened? Like, it's okay. Like, you know, this makes people make mistakes. I've done this a hundred times. It's you didn't break anything. Just clean it up. Boom. Which one's better for both parties, for the kid and the parent? The, the crazy thing is, too, is all that just stuff just develops in your head. And, and that is so powerful because it will mess you up when you're an adult. Because you will transfer that, you will carry it over to your supervisor, any authority figure. You, you're just going to be scared of them, kind of. Because your parent yelled at you when you spilled milk. And they were, quote unquote, strict, right? <clears throat> it's really common in like Asian cultures and don't want to like generalize but people know that like they call them, call them tiger tiger moms or tiger dads They're like they put their kid in like 50 sports and piano lessons and are like if you don't get a scholarship we're gonna ship you out ship you back to homeland all that is fear-based it's all fear-based you're, you're, you're instilling fear in the kid uh to perform which is a really powerful motivator but is that's not the right technique because it doesn't last and, and people can get burnt out and eventually they're just going to be like fuck you mom fuck you dad and go rebel or whatever um but again um it can apply to like hundreds of others hundreds of other examples that's why i think this will be a really common thing that i talk about in my podcast hopefully eventually i'll have guests and i think when i'm when i'm actually like talking to someone and using them kind of as a platform or an example it's easier too to see it when somebody else is kind of going through this thinking and process when I'm talking or listen, they're listening to me. So, but for now, I think that, I mean, yeah, there's, there's tons and tons of examples. Um, let me see, like, um, you can ask any high level athlete. I know we talked about sports, but I know a lot of people play sports or watch sports. It's like any high level athlete, like that has to take the last second shot Again, it's the same shot, but now there's all these stakes, there's pressure. But if you're not scared to miss it, you're going to genuinely want to make it, you know, whether it's for yourself or your team, whatever. And that's a completely different mindset and perspective. And scientifically, this isn't an opinion. People who are more calm and peaceful get more shit done. They, they're not as inhibited by their, by their fears, by their mind. Again, which a lot of people carry over from the way they were raised. Now, again, if you find yourself in that position, and you probably know if you're operating off of fear or love, because if you're operating off of fear, hearing this kind of stuff is one going to be interesting, but it also may kind of annoy you. It'll be like, oh, fuck you and whatever. But because it's, it's really hard, like I said, especially for a lot of people, because we're not taught how to how to deal with emotions or emotionally regulate. It's really common. Um, it pe- freaks people out to, to talk about this stuff or to think about this stuff. Um, but it can literally make you successful. It's like the way that I actually the coolest thing and why I wanted to talk about this and and see if it can help other people is that it literally feels like you have an advantage in life. Like you have a superpower or or a super you took that super pill, whatever it's called in that movie. Um, But it's kind of like what it feels like. And then you're in this world where everybody else is a little bit slow and delayed and you have this advantage because you're not scared and to love them. And when someone is in, and when you're in front of someone and you genuinely care about them and love them and you're not scared of them, dude, they, people like people will gravitate towards you. They'll say, what's your, what's your social, what's your phone number? What's your social media, et cetera, et cetera. So it's really, really powerful. It's something that um, really, really changed my life. It's something that I still um, 
talk to a lot of my friends and family about and it's weird when, when you're, the thing is like you can't ever change anyone but you'll be able to start seeing like your family and stuff that's still operating off of this fear um and if any of you feel like kind of feel what i'm saying and and and, and experience this in your life like you start realizing damn i was raised around a lot of people who were scared um if they're really, if you're any any form of religion or have any any type of little religion influence in your life, it's even more ironic because every religion tells you like you're only supposed to fear God or or whatever, right? If you're not religious and whatever, but like you're only supposed to fear etc. That's a that's a saying so that you don't have fear and you don't have anxiety and you can do societally things and things in your life at a high level and efficient level. But so many people from a religious backgrounds are fear based. And it's completely ironic. It makes no sense. Like they do all these other things for their religion, but at the very base fundamental level, they're scared of worldly things, of other people, of their family, of failing, of money, of whatever. And none of that applies in the religion. Like it's just a funny thought I have because I grew up with that with that kind of background. But if you didn't, then I'm still sure you can still kind of understand. But it's the same thing I realized too. And like, like I watch a lot of soccer and like I noticed like, in countries that, you know, they have, um, you know, like countries that are more developing, they, they usually really like soccer. It's really popular around the world. And when like their team, when, when a team from a country that's maybe poorer than like America or Canada or England, when a team loses, like, dude, people are depressed for like two weeks. And in America, it's like, oh, we, you know, if your team loses on Sunday, you go to work the next day. Like, you know, yeah, you're a little bum for, for the night, but life goes on. And I realize it's because we have so much more stuff than them. They don't have as much, so they cling on to their their team like a lot more. It, they, it means a lot more to them. So, uh, you know, it's 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 interesting. It's like they're if their team loses, they're really they're a lot more. How do you say it? Like fear based about that because they don't have as much. So part of part of having love and operating through love is to make sure you have stuff that you need so that you can you can operate that way and and effectively deal with other people and just life um but yeah i'm gonna try to talk more about this um in other episodes come up with some cool examples maybe get some other people's input but man this is something that is so common people operating off of fear and not being as the best version of themselves that they can be instead of operating off of love and just accepting that man it's life is so much easier when i just love everyone but yeah it's kind of my thoughts for the day um thank you for tuning in and i'll be back very soon with another episode thanks so much